This is us trying at friendship best friend. This is us trying at best friend breakups. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Oh, we're bad. just trying. Yeah, we're just trying. <laughs> I'm Mag. Yeah. And I'm Jules. <laughs> <laughs> and we're your hosts today. Yay! <laughs> we have had a night. This is our second time recording. Dude, we literally so- recorded this whole god dang episode and it and literally yeah. got deleted we were yeah. like 45 minutes into this episode i checked the computer and it's like not recording and i'm like so, wow but um but here we go <laughs> here we go so a short disclaimer before we get started um we are going to be talking about our experiences with real people who were in our lives who we went through friendship breakups with and we're going to be talking about what happened we're not going to be name dropping but just so you know if you know these people personally if you are this person we're not trying to talk shit on anybody or or say bad things about them yeah or like ruin anybody's reputation or like just talk poorly on their name we're just sharing our experiences so you can feel less alone and like if we don't talk about our experiences in this episode there would be no episode as much as we would love to talk about best friend breakups in a vague and broad statement and, like, way, sugar-coated way. There's no way to talk about it unless we talk about our experiences and how it made us feel and how we viewed the situation. So if I say this person did this and it really hurt me because blah blah blah, that's how it made me feel. And that's we're not, not trying to make these people seem like bad people. Yeah, because they're not. All these people we're talking about aren't bad people. They just might have done some not so nice things, and that's completely fine. We're guilty of that as well. And also. We are very grateful for these experiences and people because if we didn't have them, we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, and then second of all, yeah, this is going to be a very simple episode. We're really not leaning into the interview style anymore. We just want to talk about our experiences. So we're just going to be back and forth sharing. Me and Maggie um, are going to talk about our best friend breakup. Yeah, so we actually had one. <laughs> we did. <laughs> And as funny and as, like, unexpected as that may seem, like, we fully weren't friends for an entire year. We were not friends for an entire year. And, well, no, I I don't know if it was a full year. Yeah, maybe a little bit less. It was definitely less. It was maybe, like, a summer, a fall, and a winter. Yeah. So, So, yeah. um, Probably, like, nine months? Yeah, like, almost a year. But, anyway, so we're going to be talking about me and Maggie's friendship breakup and then a friendship breakup that I went through with another friend and a friendship breakup that Maggie went through with another friend as well. So we're going to be talking about all of those friendship breakups, all the lore, how it made us feel, what we did um, to, you know, help us through it. And also the healthy side of friendship breakups, because the, after, you know, after the rain, there's flowers as cringy as it is to say, it's true, and there is a healthy side to friendship breakups. There's learning, growing, and a lot of good things can come out of hard experiences. And I would not be the person I am today if I didn't have these experiences. So I'm very grateful to them. Like when you close one door, it makes room for another one to open. And seeing the positive and the bright side of every situation is really important. And we don't want to bring the everybody down we also want to share that there is hope for um these situations i mean good things come out of 
painful experiences. I completely agree. So let's just hop right into me and Maggie's friendship breakup because it was a gnarly one. Um, me and Julia started being friends in March of 2021, and now it's August of 2023. So that was a, kind of a while ago. And we met in PE class. Um, <laughs> Shout out, Mr. Right Springston. Yes. <laughs> and instantly we clicked. I mean, like, we became like besties overnight. Like basically. every single day after school, we were going, Julia had our license and I didn't. So we were going to her car, getting food, going to the library, studying all night, going home, going to sleep, and then doing it again. And we literally didn't leave each other's side for like three months straight. Like, it was almost unhealthy. Yeah, we were, we just like instantly clicked. So like we just hung out all the time. We were like, oh my gosh, I've never had someone like this that I felt so close with in so long. It was, I went through my best friend breakup probably like nine months before that. And I was like, oh my God, I have, I've been so desperate for a best or for a friendship like this. I'm literally addicted to this feeling. I need to have it every single day. And we became really close, really fast. And then it ended really fast as well so basically let's there was a lot of drama like going on in joy's life so a good way to explain this is like i was watching this show with my mom um literally like today or yesterday and there was like a lot going there was like it was like the season finale like there was like so much happening in these characters life and we're like oh my god like this i'm on the edge of my seat this is stressful to watch like you've you've seen the shows that i'm talking about and you're like oh my gosh, like this person's going through this breakup. This girl has Alzheimer's. Like there's so much going on in this show that we're watching right now. And we're like, this is stressful to watch. And we're not even the, like, this isn't even happening to us. And it was kind of that feeling for Maggie, even though she wasn't going through what I was going through, she was watching me go through it. And it was stressful just to, you know, be on the sidelines. about it every single day. Yeah. And nothing would change. It would all just get more dramatic. It would just get worse and worse and worse. So I was just like, Jesus Christ, like, this is insane. And I felt like I had to keep secrets for Julia, which was hard. And obviously, that's what we do as best friends. We know we don't tell people other stuff. But it was like, secrets that like, if came out would start a war. Like, it was like some crazy stuff. Okay, so let's just dive into all the lore of this because this literally happened to me and I cannot believe that it actually did. So best friend, our boyfriend number one, we're going to call him Bob. These aren't their real names, but this is what we're just going to go with for now because I'm not name dropping. So Bob, I dated him for two years, freshman year, all the way through the middle of my sophomore year. And then um, a couple months before we broke up, I became friends with this girl named Susie. We're going to call that's best friend. Number one, we're going to call her Susie. And, um, me and Susie were pretty, cl- became pretty close, pretty fast and maybe not as close as me and Maggie were, but we were definitely pretty close. And after me and Bob broke up, she started to like Bob and her and Bob started to get into a relationship, but I didn't really know about it until I found out um, through social media, which is not a good thing. But at the same time, I started liking this guy. We're going to call him Johnny. And Johnny and Bob were good friends. I would maybe even consider them best friends. They were pretty close. So Bob and Johnny were friends, and that's messy. And then I was also friends with this girl 
we're going to call her Alexa. <laughs> we're going to call her Alexa. So I was also friends with this girl, Alexa, and Alexa and Johnny used to talk. And Alexa didn't know that me and Johnny, well, I mean, I, I thought at the time that she didn't know that me and Johnny liked each other and that it was po quite possible that we were going to get into a relationship, which spoiler alert, we did. So I was getting into things with Johnny. Susie was getting into things with Bob. I had no idea that that was going on. And I mean, I sort of did, but I didn't know for sure. And I was keeping my hidden relationship with Johnny from Bob because I didn't want Bob's and Johnny's relation or friendship to get ruined. And I didn't want my friendship with Alexa to be ruined. And um, uh, Susie, Susie was keeping the fact that she liked Bob from me. And then I found out and then me and Susie stopped being and then, friends. And then when and she was keeping the secret, when Julie was keeping the secret that she liked Johnny was talking to Johnny from Alexa, Alexa knew the entire time, but me and Julia didn't know that Alexa knew. And then we would talk to Alexa and then neither of us knew that she knew. And, and it was just like really like a crazy time. Like this is like, you're probably lost by now and that proves the point like this was some like next shit. level drama like this like degrassi stuff like yeah i don't i've never this even seen like that show it felt like i was living in a gossip girl episode and i now know that i do not want to be part of that because of a gossip girl episode because that's exactly how it felt it was like it wow, was not fun at the this time this is high school like i was like Oh, people are exaggerating the drama because I had never had something like that. And then I was like, whoa. So is this what people are going through? Because I'm, I'm usually, like, don't have that many friends. Like, I mean, I'm not that I'm, like, a loner, but... Maggie's not a friend I'm group not a person. friend group person. So then when I, like, got into this, like, friendship with Julia and she had been a friend group person, then I was like, whoa, why is there so much drama? Because everybody likes each other and then everybody starts dating each other. And then it all goes to shit. Yep. And that, for me, was so much. Yep. So anyways, I found out that Susie and Bob were dating, cut off Susie, got mad at her, even though I was literally doing the exact same thing to Alexa. But, I mean, okay. It was a little different. It was a little different because Alexa and Johnny never actually dated. They just had a talking phase very briefly. But I was, I still had a bad feeling and conscious about this thing. And so, yeah, I stopped being friends with um, Susie. And then Bob found out that I was getting into things with Johnny. And we're like, Bob, please don't tell Alexa. Like, I know that you found out. And Bob was pissed at Johnny. He was literally pissed. Wait, Bob, and that's, Bob didn't want you to tell Alexa? I told Bob not to tell Alexa. Because oh, I was like, just right, because right. you're mad at at Johnny doesn't mean that you can ruin me and Alexa's friendship. Like I'm still, I'll tell her. I just, just give me time. Yeah. Which spoiler alert. I didn't tell her. Wait, then she found wait, out wait, with you and Bob, Bob broke up with you, right? It was like a mutual breakup. Okay. okay. So it's like, you can't really be possessive anymore, Bob. Yeah. But I mean, I get what, what would you, would you date your best friend's ex? Would you no, date, would no, you date no, Bob or Johnny? Date, no, you wouldn't. wouldn't date yeah. Exes, no. no, you wouldn't. But exactly. Yeah. Not that's in guy case. code. That, even yeah. in girl code. Even if I found them attractive, which yeah, I'm not gonna sit down. <laughs> so 
basically, um, Bob and Johnny sort of had a little bit of a, a beef during that time. And because me and Johnny were like, okay, we can't tell Bob, can't tell Alexa. We have to keep our relationship completely secret from all of these people. And during that time, it was very hard to like like someone and like start to get into a relationship with someone. Liked Johnny so much at that time. It's like, how oh my God, I was obsessed. Yeah, it was so freaking hard. And then um, summer started, uh, me and Johnny started talking in like March or April. And then once summer started, I, I thought that I was going to tell Alexa on the last day of school, but then I literally chickened out and then summer started and I was like, okay, and well, I guess. the last day of school, was that when I texted you on the last day of school? Yeah, that, on the last day of school, Maggie stopped being friends, friends with me. You. So anyways, let's get into that. So she started dating Johnny later on in the summer and then there goes that, okay? Then they broke up. Yeah, we broke up at the beginning of April. So anyways, okay. So yeah, so as you can see, that was a shit ton of drama that I... Just could not handle. It was like... Even yeah, just- so I started dating Johnny in that summer, and then we broke up at the beginning so of... We dated for like a year. Um, this April. Yeah, almost. we dated for like a year. Almost a year. Yeah, it was almost a year. So anyways, yeah, basically it was like just being friends with Julia, like I felt like automatically gave me a responsibility to deal with this drama. And so then I was just like, I can't do this because we also... We were both would talk about all the time how we were like in our Maddie from Euphoria era. And it was like, March of 2022. That was when yeah, Euphoria so, was coming out every Sunday. And so like obviously like minus the drugs part, but like just like the personality and the the like the like bitchy attitude. Yeah. Sort of like I'm this way and I don't care what other people think like, of me. Yeah, yeah. So we were stuff. just kind of like we don't care about other people and we ignore, we, well, we do care about people, but we tried to encourage that energy that we didn't give a shit and that we were mean. We, we, we thought that was like cool and that's not how we are. So we just encouraged each other's toxic behavior. And then on top of that, there was so much drama at that point that I just told Julia. She couldn't deal with that. I was just like, I can't deal with this right now. Like, you're a good person, but we don't bring out the best in each other. Like if we're meant to be friends again, we will, but right now is not our time. And we weren't friends and I missed her literally all summer. And then I literally hit her up in the end of summer, I think. And was just like, Hey, by the way, what you did was wrong. And like, to Alexa. That was, yeah. And that was so unnecessary of me. So I think a big part of this had been taking responsibility. And the reason that she did that was because her ex-best friend, that she'll get into when she talks about the best friend breakup was friends with Alexa. So like the whole story so just kind of like connects about, and spider yeah. webs with each other. Like it's all just like I one know. big like circle. So I was it's all connected. Alexa said in the story and then I was like, oh my God, Julia was a heck. Kind of went off on her for that. So I know this is making us sound really toxic, but me and Julia or Julia and I have come a long way since then well we have to talk about the fact that like our experiences and be honest with you guys and with ourselves that our past we experiences were not proud of yeah so then when did we meet at the restaurant we i really okay middle of the school year we'll say yeah it was we, like december november something i like hit up julia because i had came into the restaurant that she works at and she was working and so I was like, okay, I guess I'll hit her up because I saw her and I feel like 
I need to text her first. And I had been missing her. So I was just like, hey, like, let's go golfing. <laughs> let's golf. No, I was like, um, like, get food. Like, let's hang out. Let's meet up and let's talk about everything. And so we got Mexican food and we sat in my car and I just spilled my guts. Like, I just like, honestly admitted to everything I did wrong and Julia admitted to everything she did and we were just like we don't want to not be okay anymore with each other yeah we wanted to be friends again we both talked about that it took us a while we didn't start being close until Maggie um went through her best friend breakup and I went through my relationship breakup that's when we so that was a few months later yeah that was a few months after this Mexican restaurant we were on good terms yeah so at that Mexican restaurant obviously I felt really um you know I I don't blame Maggie for leaving and Maggie felt like the bad guy yeah because um you want to talk about that basically like that entire summer, I was like, oh my God, I miss Julia. I feel like, I felt like I was the bad guy for leaving, for saying, I can't do this anymore with our friendship, even though I knew in the back of my mind, this is not the end for us. Right? Yeah. Did you feel like that I, too? I, I felt like that too. Um, But it, at the same time, I felt like I was the bad guy too, because even though a lot of that lore and drama that went on in my life at that time wasn't all my fault it felt like it was at the time because there was just so much going on and I felt like the bad guy I felt like what I did to Alexa was wrong I felt like the way that I was acting with Maggie was wrong I felt like the bad guy as well so like on the flip side of like the person that got broken up with um you know got broken up with by the best friend I felt like the bad guy also and sometimes you don't always know that your best friend that you know either broke up with you or that you got broken up with probably feels the exact same way that you do. And I had no idea until me and Maggie became friends again. And especially until we talked, but Mm -hmm. I didn't assume Julia was like the bad guy either. I felt like she was, you know, feeling really upset and feeling like, Oh my God, why did Maggie do that to me? And that's why I felt bad. So I was like, I really hurt her. But in the end, I don't, I look back and I don't regret it because there was nothing for our friendship that was in our cards. There was everything preventing us from being friends. And so now I look back and I'm like, we, it taught me that we had to have that time apart to now flourish our friendship and create so much, you know, joy and trust and all of that between us. Trust was a big thing because after I, you know, she hit me up and was like, let's talk. I was kind of like, I don't know. I mean, she left me kind of abruptly and I just don't know if like, she's going to do the same thing. I don't know if I trust her. And I met with her for, uh, um, you know, Mexican food and we're sitting in her car and she, I was like, Maggie, I'm going to be honest. Like when you stopped being friends with me, I was really hurt. And I really missed you the entire summer because at the time of that summer, my only friend pretty much was Johnny. I lost a lot of my friends because of all of that drama surrounding what happened. And I really didn't have anyone else besides him. And so when she wanted to become friends with me again, I was like, Hey, like, I really missed you. I really cared about you and valued our friendship. And it was hard for me to talk about it with people. It was hard. I didn't even really talk shit on you because I didn't really want to talk about it at all. I didn't, you know, I mean, of course I stalked you and 
kept up with your socials and was wondering what you were up to. And maybe occasionally I talked shit on you, but I, I really didn't talk about you at all because I didn't really want you on my mind at all. And she was like, oh, well, I'm going to be honest. Like, I kind of, I kind of talked some mad shit on you. <laughs> I kind of dra- dragged you through the mud. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I had never had someone say that to me before. I had never had someone admit to talking shit on me before. I never had that happen to me. And I just remember thinking, I actually appreciate that so much. I appreciate that honesty so much because, I mean, think about it. Like, to, if you're listening to this, have you think about it. Have you ever had an experience where someone's admitted to talking shit on you? So someone's admitted to something that they did wrong when you guys are trying to like make up from a fight, like that doesn't happen very I mean, often. It's hard for us as humans to admit what we did wrong. Cause you feel ashamed and embarrassed. I mean, saying that, like it was a hard this is the second thing. recording and I'm probably going to cry again. <laughs> because like saying that was so hard because first of all, I didn't want to like hurt you even more. I didn't want you to know that I had spoken poorly on your name. Second of all, I just felt like such a bad person in that moment. But looking back on it, it's like, we're all human. We all do bad things. We all make mistakes. We all do things that we know are bad, but we do them anyways. And then we look back and regret it. But what's important is like, admitting to them but that's the hardest thing it's easy to do something like talk shitty. shit yeah it's, easy to it's talk so shit. easy to talk shit it's easy to get involved in especially drama. an ex-best friend yes and stuff like that because it's hurt. like because you're hurt yeah exactly it's hard to, to admit to it it's like we justify ourselves so much but like Sometimes you just need to be real with yourself and be like, yeah, I did that and it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And saying that somebody creates so much trust. So then after that, I mean, I just think it taught us both about trust and about, like, after we talked, it was just so evident, at least to me, that that time was needed because I talked to you and I was like, wow, I mean, like, you're the same, but also you've grown. Yeah. And after she admitted that, admitted to talking shit on me then it was like I I felt like I trusted her more because I was like okay well you know say that we become friends again and I'm at a party and someone's like dang you and Maggie are friends again you know that she talked mad shit on you guys when you guys weren't friends a month ago then I could be like oh I actually did know that because she told me because she told me the second we started being friends again and admitted to what she did that way if you know people then try and um sabotage our friendship then it's like well I already know she because she's already honest with me and honesty is the best policy (laughs) yes it is but I just really appreciated that because it's not something that a lot of girls do like a lot of girls lie a lot of girls go behind each other's back again a lot of girls dig dig themselves whole okay this this friendship breakup makes me and Jules sound like horrible people or, like, just make our friendship sound really toxic. But it was just unhealthy at the moment for us. It wasn't right. But we've grown so much. So, like, on our friendship breakup, that's, like, the positive about it. The, the time we took away, like, as much as it hurt, like, it taught us how to trust. It taught us how to, like, let go of things. And, like, Jules went through her breakup a few months ago in, like, that's when our friendship really flourished because 
it taught us how to prioritize our friendships and how to be less involved in drama. And we're just human. That's the thing. It's like we're being honest and we're like talking about our experiences because as much as that situation sucked and we're ashamed of it, it's like it needs to be talked about because it happens all the time. It happens every day. It happens to everyone. A lot of you guys have been through the same thing and we're going to talk about it and we're going to be honest about it. We're going to take responsibility and we're going to tell you what we learned. Oh, you do. I mean, like, yep. nobody's perfect. Like, I know we all have things we're ashamed of, but how many of us just sit down and admit to it? Not, not many. Yeah. So anyways, um, that was... That was me and Maggie's friendship breakup, and we could go on for hours hours about that. But yeah, but pretty much, you know, going back to the whole Johnny, Bob, Susie, Alexa situation, I lost Alexa and Susie because of boys, because of Bob and Johnny. If it wasn't for them, then I might I might still be friends with them, and that really sucks. And losing a friend, even though I wasn't that close with either of them, losing a friend because of a boy still kind of sucks and having that I I still to this day am not friends with either of them or have talked to them since all of that um drama and I sort of carry the weight that you know I am not friends with them and it ended messy and it ended poorly and the way that it ended was actually more significant than the friendship itself and I still carry that um, grudge on me all the time and if we just came together and we're just kind of like look this happened and it was stupid and let's get over it like I wish girls acted more like the way that guys do because Bob and Johnny um, they they were mad at each other after it but eventually like maybe a month or two later they made up and I think they might still reply to each other's stories or hit each other up on Instagram or you know go skate together occasionally yeah. And the boys are fine, but us girls, we hold grudges and stick to them. And it just, that that really sucks. And I thought that I would just bring that up. I feel like the drama you were just talking about, I mean, I, I feel like it kind of leads into your friendship breakup that you just went through. I mean, it wasn't too recent, but like, it was pretty recent ago in the grand scheme of things. Okay, so now we're going to get into my real friendship breakup and just another disclaimer that this has nothing against um the person that I had this friendship breakup with I you know I have nothing bad to say about this person but it did happen and it did make me feel certain ways this is just my experience and how it made me feel so that's that disclaimer okay getting into my friendship breakup so I was friends with this girl my entire life. We um, were friends since the beginning of time, the caveman age, the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, if you will. Mm-hmm. We went to the same preschool. We went to the same elementary school, middle school, and high school. Anything that she did, I did. Anything that I did, she did. We did everything together. We did sports together. We did cotillion together. We did Girl Scouts together. We did a lot of things together. And we lived really close to each other. So I would walk to her house. I would bike to her house. She would walk to my house, bike to my house. We were over at each other's houses every single day. Our, both of our parents worked a lot. So it felt like we almost raised each other because we were with each other more than we were with our parents. Our, during the day, our parents were working from, you know, the morning until like dinner time. So 
we would hang out at school together. We would hang out after school, after school care or at each other's houses after school, or we would be at sports together. Or we'd be at our extracurriculars together. So my entire childhood I spent with her and it felt like we raised each other. And this girl's like her sister. It was, basically. yeah, this girl was like my sister. I mean, I was way, way closer to her than I ever was to my own brother. I mean, we literally spent so much time together. It was insane. So with that being said, um, over quarantine, we spent more time together than it felt like we ever had. I mean, even without seeing each other every day at school, we lived so close. So we were riding bikes to each other's houses every day, walking to each other's houses every day, having sleepovers days in a row. And it was, you know, pretty much we, the only people that we could really hang out with was each other. And we also were in a friend group at the time that included Johnny and Johnny's best friend. And me and Johnny weren't dating at the time, but me and Johnny were friends for a couple of years before we started dating. Um, and basically over COVID, you know, I was dating Bob at the time. And I think she started to feel a little bit jealous of the fact that I was giving a lot of my attention to Bob instead of her, which is a completely normal feeling. And I feel like a lot of girls experience this because you know, maybe she wasn't my number one on the rank at that time. Maybe she was, you know, not the person that I was talking to about every single little thing in my life because I had someone else to talk to about other aspects of my life. And I think she got a little bit jealous of that, which is a totally normal feeling. And once COVID ended and we started to go back to school, she fell into a, this click and I fell into, you know, Bob and I was just sort of doing my own thing. And she was, you know, getting into these girlfriends. And I was like, who are you? And she's like, well, who are you with this boy? And I'm just like, uh, what's, you know, going on between us. And we were in this like big friend group and it was just sort of messy. And then we ended up having a friendship breakup. I don't even really even remember how it happened, but it happened at the beginning of freshman year, my freshman year of high school. And my entire life I spent with her almost every single day I called every day we texted every day I don't think that there was probably a week that went by that I didn't talk to her my entire life that I was friends with her unless I was like on vacation I didn't have service like we talked every day and we're with each like we were attached at the hip even while I was dating Bob I was you know talking to her every day and when we stopped being friends, I was like, uh, what now? I'm so used to being with this person. Like, I don't know how to live. It's like half of you and who you were was influenced by her. Like I said, we literally raised each other. After we stopped being friends, I was like, uh, you know, who's gonna, how do I decide what outfit to wear? I mean, she's the one that I call. I'm like, does this look cute on me? How do I decide you know, what to do. She told me, she taught me how to do my own laundry. She taught me how to make pasta. She, you know, helped me out in so many different aspects of my life. And I was like, how do I live without her? I, I, I didn't know what to do. Even Bob couldn't help me through this. No one could. My mom literally got the dog that I have right now. She literally got us a dog because I was so distraught over this friendship. Like she was like, I'll just buy you a best friend from the freaking dog shelter at this point. And so it was just really difficult um, to just figure out how to live after this thing happened because I was grieving what felt like a death. Like I was never going to talk to her again. She was like my sister. I was so used to seeing her every day and talking to her every day. And then it just went from a hundred to zero, just like that. It went so fast. And 
I just was like, it falls into your lap because with friendships, what's different about friendship breakups and relationship breakups is with friendship breakups, you spend so much time with them and you're over at each other's house and you're having sleepovers and you're having these deep conversations with your bestie and there's no judgment there and you're really, really close to them in a way that is sort of hard with relationships or it just maybe takes longer, especially with straight relationships. And with that, it's like with relationships, you sort of know at the back of your in the back of your mind, especially in high school, that this might not last forever, that you guys might not get married, and that at any given time, even tomorrow, that they can break up with you or you can break up with them, that it's not permanent. And you know that. And especially high school relationships. I mean, we're still in high school, so I can't speak for my later life. But when you're in a relationship in high school, as much as you want to believe you're gonna get married to this person you know in the back of your mind you probably won't and you prepare yourself for that breakup I mean at least I do at least I know Julia did I mean as much as you think I'm gonna marry this person you know because everybody tells you that your entire life and most statistics say people that date in high school don't get married and you know that but with friendships it's it's different it seems like you know it seems like that you guys are going to be besties forever. You talk about raising your kids together. You talk about how the, this yes. person is going to be an aunt to your children. You talk about buying a house together. You talk about dorming in college together. You talk about your future and you actually start to believe it, especially with someone who I grew up with my entire life. I thought I, I didn't really know what life was like without her because I had never experienced it before. And then all of a sudden it just falls into my lap that we're not friends anymore. And my entire life I was, so I had to figure out how to live without her. And which was something that I never had to do before. And it was really, really difficult on me and my mental health and going through all of that with pretty much no other friends who had a similar t- experience to me was kind of hard. Even there wasn't even really any songs about friendship breakups. All everyone, everyone wants to talk about or what everyone thinks is interesting is boyfriend breakups. And it was, it actually felt worse. And to this day, I've been through a couple breakups and it's still the worst, you know, breakup that I've ever had to go through. It was so difficult to navigate and it just felt falls right into your lap and you're just kind of like, okay, what do I do now? How do I get out of this? And it literally drove me and Bob to breaking up because I just couldn't provide anything for the relationship anymore because I was just so distraught over my friendship and he couldn't provide, you know, the support that I needed at the time. I mean, we broke up for a lot of reasons, but that was actually one of them. People don't talk about that with friendship breakups because it really is hard to grieve someone who you spend so much time with and hard to understand that they didn't, they didn't die. You know, it's not like actual grief or like you're never going to see them again, but it sort of is because it feels like you're never going to see them again. And it's sort of worse because knowing that they don't want to talk to you, that they don't want to see you walking past them at school and they avoid eye contact with you. Someone who you literally knows every single aspect about your life and everything about you, you can just walk past them at school and pretend like you didn't even know them. Pretend like they never existed to you. You see them and you're just like, avoid eye contact like avoid, how do humans avoid 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 like why do how do, do humans do that I I, I I still don't understand that with when someone who's who's a huge 
part in your life, you could just look at them at school and just walk past them like nothing ever happened. That that it's that amazes crazy. me every time. I I really don't know. Or be in the same room as someone who, you know, you guys were attached at the hip one time and you then now it's just everything nothing. comes back and you're just like, I can't do this. Yeah. You just don't look at them. And of course with a relationship like romantic you know, you go to that one, you know, food place and you're like, oh, I remember when we had a date here. You hear that one song and you're like, oh my gosh, this was our song. And I remember when we kissed and well, I remember like, when we did this. You see somebody you used to date and you feel like it's almost like you can be petty to them or you can hate eye them. Contact yeah. You can hate them and you're just like, well, they're my ex. Like, fuck you. Fuck you because you're my ex. But like with your ex best friend, it's like. It's different. It I really is. Hate. I just can't. I can't, I, I don't, I still don't, till this day, I don't hate them. Cause it's just like, I mean, I loved you for so long and you were a big part of my life for so long. It's just like, it's hard to look at you and think in my head, like you are a bad person because I don't think anyone's a bad person. But with your ex, it's easier. It Yeah. With your ex, especially friend, it's like with, you know, Johnny, cause he cheated on me. Like but girlhood, it's like, it's like you, you see that person and you're like, you saw me so deeply. Mm-hmm. You know me. You know me. And you accepted me. And you taught me how to be. And I can't hate you. Yeah. And childhood best friends are hard too because they knew every version of you and stuck by your side mm-hmm. until, you know, until literally up until the breakup and then you're like what changed what made you leave me is it my fault am I the bad guy it's just like all of it surrounding it 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 was just something that I literally grieved and went through for an entire year I grieved this friendship and I was sad over this friendship and thought about it every single day for an entire year after and then after that year, um, we became friends again, actually. Me and Rachel did. For about six months, we became friends again. After that six months, because I, at the time, was dating um, Johnny, and Johnny was still friends with Rachel, and Johnny got me and Rachel back together um, when we started dating, and then we became friends again. And what I realized in that t- period of time that we became friends again for those six months that she wasn't the person that I thought she was. She wasn't the person that I was crying about for that, you know, entire year. She wasn't the person that I missed every single day and beat myself up for, for, you know, losing her. It wasn't that it was just someone else. I didn't really recognize the person that she was. And I was confused by that. But then I realized that I think the universe takes people out of your life for a reason and I think puts people back in your life for a reason also and I think she was put back in my life for me to realize that she maybe isn't someone that I need to be crying over all the time and missing all the time and just it doesn't have to be that deep and I it's okay for you to move on. After me and Johnny broke up at prom not at prom, sorry. <laughs> After me and Johnny broke up, uh, prom was like two weeks later and I was in this whole friend group with Johnny and Rachel and blah, blah, blah. I went to prom with about 20 people. We all took prom pictures at my house and I was on this uh, party bus going to prom and I remember looking around at all these people and being like, I seriously 
do not think that a single one of these people care about me. I don't think a single one of these people actually care about the fact that I broke up with Johnny. I don't think uh, Rachel even asked about how I was doing after my breakup with Johnny. I don't even think that she cared. I look around at all these people. I look at all their faces and I'm like, I don't think a single one of these people, if I went home, they would, you know, ask me how I am or ask me how I'm doing or, you know, I don't think a single one of these people actually cares about me. And I don't know why I'm sticking around with these people who don't care at all about me. And they just see me as Johnny's girlfriend. And now that I'm not Johnny's girlfriend, they could care less about me. So I got off that prom bus at the end of the night and I didn't talk to a single one of those people ever again. And they didn't talk to me ever again. I just stopped texting back or I just stopped, you know, reaching out and they stopped reaching out to me. And then I literally still to this day have not talked to any of those people. And it's a sad thing. And that's how me and Rachel's friendship ended because she saw me as Johnny's girlfriend. And then once I wasn't, she didn't want anything to do with me. And, you know, I don't think it was because of Johnny that we stopped being friends. But I just think that when things aren't meant to be, they aren't meant to be. And that's completely okay. And that friendship it provided so much to my life and gave so much to me in my childhood. And I'm so absolutely grateful for it. But it was also a really hard friendship breakup for me to go through. And to anyone who's going through a childhood friendship breakup or just a friendship breakup in general, I really, really feel for you. And my best advice would be that just know that everything happens for a reason and you will get through it. And it's not worth crying over every day. It's and look take it and look at it as I want what can my new friendship bring to me also, to the table something that's cool to think about is like how is this happening for me and not to me like listen again how is this happening for me and not to me you know the universe isn't giving you these experiences to put you through pain and to make you fucking miserable The universe is giving you these experiences so you can learn, so you can grow, so you can be like, oh, okay, this is how you let go. And as cringy as it is to say, after the rain, there's flowers. And And a rainbow. And a rainbow. And And there's immense amount of green. (laughs) Like, okay. Like prom was like four months ago, and now I'm in the best friendship I've ever been in. I'm saying green. But like after the rain, it allows for all of the beautiful trees and grass and plants and flowers to grow. And you look at this beautiful forest and finally it's lush and it's blooming. And it's like you, the air feels fresher because these experiences that pour down in our lives and make us feel like, Oh my God, like I'm never going to get over this. They teach us an immense amount. And these experiences are, what shows us how to be like each experience adds a little new trick on your belt. Like now I know how to let go. Now I know what I want in friendships. Now I know how to stick up for myself. So exactly. I am so grateful that this friendship breakup happened to me because although it was one of the lowest lows in my entire life. Um, and one of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through to this day, I'm so grateful for it because it helped me emotionally. I'm emotionally developed so much because of it. 
And I want you guys to remember if you're going through a friendship breakup that emotionally developed people are the best kinds of people. They have the most insight. They give the best advice and they have grown and matured so much from it. And I feel like that's completely how it made me and transformed me. And although it really sucks, it is something that I don't regret and I don't pity myself anymore, feel bad for myself anymore for it because the pity doesn't get you because the pity doesn't get me anywhere. I'm just thankful that, that I had that experience, even though it sucked. I can be thankful for good and bad experiences. And I am thankful that now I like the friendships and appreciate the friendships that I have way more. I appreciate and value the friendships that I have now so much more because of my friendship breakup, so much more. And I challenge you guys to set your standards higher, to set your standards higher for friendships and to have deep and good healthy friendships with people that aren't going to just hurt you and make you sad friendships that are going to build you up and um, make you better. And with that, I think that this is a good segue into Maggie's friendship breakup. And even though it wasn't a childhood friendship breakup, it is a friendship breakup that I feel like maybe a lot more people can relate to. And it's definitely really significant in Maggie's life. So why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Um, okay. So the girl that I was friends with during this time in my life, we're going to call her Bethany. So basically I had been going to junior lifeguards and out of a random situation, I had, I was going to go get lunch with one of my guy friends after, um, junior lifeguards that day. And he invited this girl, Bethany. And automatically me and this girl clicked. I was like, oh my God, she's so funny. She is just you know, so much fun to hang out around. And I automatically was just like, this girl is so much fun to be around. And I'm so glad that I have a new friend. Anyways, that entire summer, we hung out every single day. We went to lunch almost every single day after junior lifeguards. We had sleepovers every night. We, it was just like, like me and Julia, but a lot more almost. It was a little unhealthy looking back at it. Now we were really codependent on each other. But as we became closer and I went through my sophomore year and she went through her junior year, I realized that I wasn't letting the friendships in my life that were different from the ones that me and her had, the one that me and her had, I wasn't letting those ones grow. So basically during my sophomore year, I started to realize that I wasn't allowing the other friendships, friendships in my life to flourish. Now, as we were super close this summer, I had become a lot less close with my childhood best friends and we're going to call her Carol. Me and Carol stopped hanging out a lot because we had a lot of issues during that time because we were each other's COVID buddies, just like, just like Julia and her ex-best friend, Rachel. We were together every single day and I've known this girl since kindergarten and there was a lot of stuff going on with her life and there was a lot of stuff going on with my life and we faded and I ended up not being friends with this girl because of my friendship with Bethany and I was basically just kind of like I can't be friends with you anymore but looking back on it I regret that so much I regret it so much I mean there it was there were other reasons why we couldn't be friends her life was absolutely insane and it was not under her control 
and I didn't know what to do. And so I think that, you know, us being friends at that time would have been really hard. But basically, all my other friendships started falling apart because I felt really jealous of this girl having other friends. And she, I'm not going to speak for her, but I feel like she got really jealous of me having other friends too. Because anytime I would want her to meet my other friends or be around my other friends, the energy was not reciprocated. And I almost felt the same way when she was with her other friends. So it was a two-way street. We were very protective over each other. And we had this mindset that nobody else was as good as each other in that way, that nobody else could fill the needs we could for being best friends. And that was really toxic. But at the time, I didn't see it too much. I knew a little bit that it didn't make me feel good and that but in honestly, like in the end, I, at that time in my life, I didn't see how toxic it really was. And so that was kind of the first thing that, you know, made me feel like maybe this isn't the best friendship, but we were just attached at the hip. It was fully platonic, but everybody actually thought that we were together because we were just that close. Um, and so anyways, yeah, we were really jealous of each other and having other friends. And so I felt like she was at this point in my life during my sophomore year, the only person I really had. And it was great. We just had such a good vibe together. I mean, and I think that it's important to note that with, with friendships, like my mom was telling this earlier today, actually, um, cause she asked about what we were recording about. And I said, Oh, we're recording about friendship breakups. And she was like, Maggie went through a friendship breakup. And I was like, yeah. And I gave her a brief description and she was like, well, you know, I hate when, um, with my friends, when they're jealous of my other friends, because, you know, each friendship can contribute to your life in different ways. Like yeah. me and Maggie have our relationship and our friendship. And that provides to me, um, so many things but with my other friends they provide me different things and that's okay yeah. and it's okay to have other friends because they all provide you different things and they all have different personalities and give and add to your life in a bunch of different ways so it's important to not rank your friends and yeah. to have this is my best friend and I can't have other best friends like you can have 10 best friends if you want to or you could just have one or two but at the end of the day they all provide different things to your life and there's no reason to be jealous of your friends other friends if that makes any sense <laughs> but at this point I didn't realize that so yeah my, my other friendships were really fading but it didn't really matter to me because I felt like this was the only friendship I needed I mean we really did get along very well and the times we had together were really cool but I think that a big part of this was that she was older than me and I really looked up to her and she almost made me insecure about myself because I wanted to be like her in every single way. I mean, she had a job when we first started becoming friends. I didn't. I was only 15. She had a license. She had all of like the things that I wanted, like all the clothes I wanted. I had the skin I wanted because I had really bad acne at that time. To me, I just thought she was so much better than me. And she made me feel embarrassed about myself, about my house, about my, my clothes, about my face, the way I looked, but nothing about me was something to be embarrassed about. I just felt like she was so much better than me. And so then that started boiling. Another thing under the rug that I never talked about to her that I just, you know, what kind of pent up. So part of your friendship was built on 
jealousy. Yeah. I mean, I remember before we started being friends, I knew who she was and I was jealous because I just thought she had everything I didn't. And I, I've always had this issue where I just, I feel like I'm the odd one out and I feel like I'm so weird compared to other people and that I need to do X, Y, and Z to be like liked. No, but to, yes, but to be like a certain person, I pick certain people that I feel like I should live up to. And that's, that's not fair to myself because. Well, it's a good thing and a bad thing because I think that it's important to have friendships with people who you are almost jealous of. You shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't want to be them. Yeah. You feel inspired by them, but you can't be somebody else. You have right. to be yourself. You can't you can't be somebody else because they're already that person. I, I can't live up to who somebody else is because that's not me. Yeah. And so, yeah, and then that pent up. And then, you know, as time went by, it was like, it was short-lived, our friendship. It only lasted almost two years. I think because it was a, it was a short fuse. It was so good. And we were so close for so long. And then I just, I think my jealousy took over and I think we were both super passive aggressive and there were things pent up on my side. And I, I really do think there were things pent up on her side. And then eventually during my junior year, we just started throwing these passive aggressive digs at each other get into these tiny little fights all the time. And eventually we had one and um, that was it. We didn't talk for three days. Then she called me and then kind of just said, Hey, I think we need space. And I was like, okay. And then after that, we didn't talk for a while. And I remember I was with Julia this day. I just broke down in tears in my car because as much as we both said to each other, you know, maybe we'll, get over this I knew for a fact we wouldn't and then I told her a lot of mean things because I was really mad at her and that was my worst decision because I wish I would have just left it at good terms and then after that it's just been done and this happened really recently just a few months ago so this to me has really allowed me to see when and when not things are necessary, when the passive aggressive digs are necessary. And most times they're not. When the telling everybody everything they did wrong is necessary. Most of the time it's not. Because the only person who can see when they did something wrong and convince themselves to realize that is themselves. And I see that on my end too. And so I did a lot of things that were unnecessary. And that created extra pain for me because the drama and the conflict always creates extra pain. It's a lot harder to keep it in and to express it elsewhere, but it pays off in the end. But that to me was really hard because it was such a big part of my life for two years, but that insanely close connection grew so fast. And I was a part of her, like, not a part of her family, but like her family was, I was really close to her family and and I, I did everything with her and then all of a sudden it just wasn't that and everybody knew we were friends. So it was just... It was like, all of a sudden that got taken away. I mean, as, as hard as, you know, I tried I to make things better, it just, it won't happen. And, and that, that sucks. That hurts because, you know, 
I know things won't be the same and that they are not meant to, but there's a part of me that holds on to hope. I mean, I wouldn't do that for a romantic relationship, but with the friendship, even though she hurt me, I, and even though I hurt her, I'm like, I just don't want to give up on that, even though there's nothing in my life that's telling me it would work. But, so I'm sort of in the midst of my friendship breakup. I mean, it's over and I know that, but in my brain, I'm still going through it. And um, I think about our friendship a lot and I'm over the bad parts now. I, I, th- I thought about this a lot at first. And now all I can really say is that I'm grateful for it. It's sad. I miss it, but it taught me a lot. It taught me how to navigate my feelings and hold back from those passive aggressive comments and question my jealousy. Why am I jealous and how can I be more supportive? Because jealousy is so, it ruins everything. And it doesn't get you anything, anywhere. No. And to end that, you need to work on your self-worth and your self-love. You can't not be jealous if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't see worth in who you are. That's what I've been working on, and it's really affected my friendships positively. I think that's kind of what tore my other one down is because I was just comparing myself so much when I didn't need to be doing that. You know, she was amazing, but so was I. So, yeah, that was mine. And it sounds really negative, but I've learned a lot from it. And I think the most important thing is to know that instead of being jealous of your friends, see how amazing they are and let it inspire you and let it remind you that that's also within yourself. Yeah, let friendships inspire you. Something that... um was talked about in another podcast that I listened to while I was actually going through the friendship breakup was that you should be friends with people that you're almost jealous of or that you are sort of a little bit jealous of actually because like say that you're friends with someone who you know is you know balling out doing things and getting stuff done if you're friends with that person and they're going to tell you how to you know do that how to get like them or how to get that job or how to get your license or how to do this and you know make that money or buy that house or whatever it is and you they should have qualities that you're almost jealous of because then when you're friends with them you start those qualities start to rub off on you and you sort of get to learn that tactics from them and then maybe like me and Maggie are constantly learning from each other every day Maggie has qualities that I don't have but I'm like almost a little bit jealous of. I'm like, oh, I, I, I mean, I kind of wish that I did yoga and stuff like that, but that's something that she can, she can teach me. And there's a lot that I can learn from Maggie. And I think that there's a lot that Maggie can learn from me. And that's the reason that we work. And sometimes with friendships, they sort of fizzle out. Once you have learned every lesson that there is to learn from them, they've taught you everything that there is for them to teach you then that friendship is sort of over. You guys can't learn and learn from each other anymore. And you guys can't benefit from each other anymore. And then it just sort of ends and that's okay. Yeah. Another thing about Bethany is that she did teach me a lot. I didn't mean, I forgot to recognize that, but, or mention that, but she really taught me how to enter my bad bitch era, if you will. She taught me how to have confidence in myself and how to, even though I still was jealous and still dealt with my self-worth, she taught me how to remember that not everything's my fault and that I 
have so much personal power and that I how to be confident how in to yourself be confident, how to be how to know that I'm beautiful how to not give a fuck she was very like she just had that confident energy and I really wanted to embody that and she helped me learn how to just take up space in this world and be my full self and you know I, I mean my personality just flourished from her because I I allowed it to shine in front of people and I became a lot less nervous and anxious socially. And now I feel like I, you know, after I say things, I don't question if they were stupid. I just say them. Mm -hmm. I just allow my personality to be there without saying, thinking I sound stupid. And she taught me that because I would watch her interact with people. And I'm like, wow, it's, you're so good at that. You're so good at making any situation not awkward and, and, you know, talking with confidence. And, and she taught me that. And I learned how to embody that from her. And now, I mean, it's changed my life in so many ways. I mean, speaking is my passion, just sharing my story through my words and publicly and over this podcast and writing them and especially speaking them out loud. And I think what she taught me has helped me a lot with that. So that's another thing is, you know, she taught me all that she could. I taught her all that I could and then it was done. And I guess that's okay. It is okay. Like once that you have received everything that they're that they can possibly offer and that everything that they can that is that they can possibly teach you and you've taught them everything that there is to the, for them to possibly, you know, gain from you and the friendship fizzles, fizzles out, then it's like okay, well, she taught me a lot. I learned a lot from her and I feel like she learned a lot from me and you know, the friendship ended and that sucks, but yeah. I don't regret it. And I'm kind of happy about well, it. Now, next time I, I, I want to talk to The chair like, is the squeaking noise. If you guys, sorry guys. Um, and next time I go through a thing where I have to let go. Now I know how I want to go about it. Now I know that acceptance is key because I really tried to force that into working, but it didn't. And now I'm like, okay, I feel more confident that next time I have to let go of something, I can accept it. Yeah. It makes, once you do it the first time, like I I think that the next time I have a a friendship breakup, then I'm like, okay, I've done this before. I know how to sort of, you know, get over it. Hopefully it won't take me a year to get over it. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I think that the moral of the story is, is like, even with romantic relationships too, I'll just throw that in there. You know, some people have, constantly are growing and changing together and they are learning new things from each other every single day like me and my ex-best friends we were constantly learning new things from each other every single day and there was constantly things for me to learn from her and there was constantly things that um she can learn from me and um we that's why our friendship lasted so long and you know that's why some relationships last so long and and if you know it fizzles out it fizzles out and I think that it's best not to regret it um and not to look back on it dread it and pity it be sad it's over be happy it's it happened it's gonna be it's gonna be okay <laughs> um it, it'll it, it works out for, in your favor I promise okay, so I know last week we did homework I have an idea for your homework until next week yes okay this has to do with the episode I literally just thought of this also if you guys listen to the end um comment on our recent Instagram post banana because I want to know how many yes. people listen to just the comment end with a banana emoji yeah and then we'll that's like part of your homework. Love you extra. Yeah. Okay. So basically, your homework this week though, on top of that, <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> is you don't have to, but if you're going through a friendship breakup or if you have somebody in the back of your mind that you feel like you need to let go of, my homework to you is get out your journal if you have one or just a regular notebook and write a letter to this person thanking them, telling them all they did wrong, Telling them all they did right. Telling them all they did wrong. and right and right and wrong and wrong. and and Right and right and wrong and wrong. (laughs) Just telling them, like, what do you want to tell them? Write it down, but don't give it to them. Write it down and then safely burn it. Yes. And let go. Or dispose of it in a safe safe way. way. Please don't burn anything down, please. please. Yep. If you burn your house down, we are not liable at all. Yeah. But just get get rid of it in some way, or do something symbolic. With rip it. it, rip it to shreds, rip it to pieces, and throw it out your window. And scream in your pillow. actually no, that's littering. But you know what I mean. Yes. Like just let go, let that shit go. I mean, it, you can't let it sit in there forever. You need to express yourself. You do, and talk to somebody. I mean, me and Maggie talking about our experience, even just right now, I, I feel better. Same, and you you know you can talk to us. Yeah, just way. DM us on Instagram. And you know, if you guys went through it and have any questions, feel free to talk to us. Our Instagram is, this is us trying podcast. So is our TikTok. would literally love to talk to you guys about it actually. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for this time, but we love you guys. And we will talk to you next Wednesday. Talk to you if you're still here. Yep. And next Wednesday, kid. (laughs) See you next Wednesday guys. Uh, anyways, (laughs) now you guys have your guide to, um, getting into a friendship breakup, yeah. how to, how we dealt with ours, what happened and how to go about it. And we and, hope this helps. Um, remember, all, all you, you can do, do is try. try. Peace and love. We love you guys.